Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. We spent $431.95 on groceries for our family of four this month. So how did we do it? This month was the month of our annual Healthy Mama Pantry Purge, and in this bonus episode, I'm going to share with you what we ate and what we spent on our family of four in March. Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week and even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort? let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak, and welcome to My Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef, culinary nutritionist, and mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible by simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way, without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real-life Healthy Mama kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. So grab your favorite apron and let's get cooking. Welcome back to the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. You are listening to our ongoing What We Ate and What We Spent This Month series. I've been sharing with you every single month so far in 2023, not just what we spent on groceries, not just what we ate, but what we ate and what we spent so you can get a full idea of how we manage to stay within a really reasonable budget, or I should say a budget that works really well for us and is less than we ever thought we'd be able to spend on groceries while eating really, really well. Our usual grocery budget is about $600 a month, depending on the month, but more often than not, it is $600 for our family of four or about $150 a week. Now, typically, the way that we break down our grocery budget is we do one larger stock up in the beginning of the month. We'll either do Costco or a big Trader Joe's haul, or I'll buy from Thrive Market if we need pantry staples, whatever it might be. 
we do a larger stock up at the beginning of the month and then smaller shops in between, usually about $75 to $100. Our larger stock up is usually somewhere between $200 and $300, so it typically all evens out. Now, this month, we did something special. We started our community Healthy Mama Pantry Purge, where we spend the month of March going through what we have in our pantry, our freezer, and our fridge, and using as much as we possibly can on hand before buying new. This is to save money, spark creativity, and it is one of my favorite things to do with the community every single year. Now, this year was a little bit different because I launched something new in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club last fall. Each season, I create a seasonal mix-and-match family meal plan for the executive chef members of the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. This includes breakfast, lunches, and dinners in a mix-and-match format so you can pick and choose what meals you want to make each week, but I give you all of the resources to do so. That means I was spending much of the month of March doing recipe testing. And whereas some of those recipes are unique for my business, so they aren't necessarily recipes that I would have made within my grocery budget otherwise, it's still something that we eat. So it tends to tip our grocery budget to the higher end when I'm doing a lot of recipe testing. So what we decided to do was to do the pantry purge light this year. Instead of only focusing on what we had, I made it a goal to spend about $400, so to save as much as possible while still testing the recipes I needed to test. So anytime I wasn't testing a recipe, we would go through our freezer and our pantry and use what we had. Now, I keep a pretty pared-down pantry. I don't keep a huge stockpile of food on hand, and we have a pretty small freezer, but my freezer was definitely full, so I decided that the freezer was going to be our focus this month. Now, the only thing we didn't have was meat. We had gone through all of the meat in our freezer, except I think like one pack of chicken sausages. So we desperately needed some protein options for the month. So I did start the month or just before the beginning of the month by doing a meat delivery. I tried out a new meat delivery system. And I have to tell you, I was not all that impressed by them. I am going to do a recap of my meat experiment over in Patreon in a few months after I've tried out a few different services. The meat was fine, but there were some issues with it, so I'm not going to call them out here. But I will tell you that we started the month by spending $109.99. We had a coupon on some meat so we had that as proteins to use throughout the month. And then the rest of the month, our goal was to spend about $100 a week. So our first week of buying food, we spent about $77.59. So with that and the meat, we ended up having a budget of about $70 to $75 for groceries for the rest of the month. As you heard at the beginning of the episode, I did go a little bit over what my goal was for the pantry purge, about 30, just about $32 over my goal, but that means we still spent about $170 less than we would have spent otherwise while sticking to our grocery budget. So I would say that's pretty darn good. Now, 
I do want to be honest with you. This does not include eating out, and we did do some traveling this month, and we had family come into town. Anytime we ate at home, that was a part of our grocery budget, but if we ate out, that was separate. So there were a few more meals that we ate out than usual. Usually we eat at home about six dinners a week, and usually we have one dinner out, whether it's a family dinner or it's a date night. Usually it's a date night. And then typically we do one lunch out. Oftentimes this is Saturday. We're getting my daughter to sailing and we stop at Panera or we'll get Jimmy John's or something like that because I don't want to have to deal with lunch as well as getting her to sailing and all of that jazz. Now, this does include breakfast and lunches. The only lunch it doesn't include other than the one I just mentioned is on Wednesdays. My kiddos have pizza at their homeschool co-op because I teach two cooking classes in a row and the lunch period is when I do cleanup. So it's way easier for them to just go and get their pizza and sit and eat it independently. I do pack my own lunch that day and I have it after I teach my classes. So it's just them. That's $4 a week, though. So it's pretty affordable and it doesn't make a huge dent in our budget. So like $16 a month. This month, though, we did have spring break one week out of the month. Um, so instead of getting pizza at homeschool co-op, we did grab some salads and sandwiches on the way to the zoo. So overall, I think there were like eight meals this whole month that we ate outside of the home. So more than we typically do, though my husband and I didn't do any date nights this month because we did some family traveling. So that kind of evened out in that way. So once again, we eat at home six meals for the most part, or six dinners, I should say, for the most part, and breakfast and lunches at home, except for typically two lunches a week and one dinner a week. And we spent $431.95 on groceries this month. So let's dive in to how that all broke down. Week number one. Like I mentioned, we had already done the meat delivery, and that was $109.99, and we spent $77.59 on staples at Trader Joe's. That week for dinners, on Sunday night, we had some bonza pasta, which I already had in the pantry from our Costco stock up in January. Yes, we did a huge Costco stock up in January that I shared about here. You can listen to the last two episodes of the What We Ate and What We Spent series. The links are in the show notes. Um, so we did a huge like $350 stock up in January, and we were still going through it in March. We actually still have a little bit of quinoa, and something else in our pantry from that stock up. Other than that, we ate everything. Um, so we it was definitely a good stock up. However, it did last us a significant amount of time. So that's the benefit of buying in bulk if you're actually going to use it. If you're interested in my do's and don'ts of buying in bulk, definitely check out Monday's episode where I share with you a sneak peek from my Healthy Mama on a Budget course of my bulk buying do's and don'ts. So we had bonza pasta with my veggie meat sauce, which is a recipe that's on the website. I'll post any recipes that are on my website in the show notes as well. And that meat sauce was from the freezer. So that was a full pantry and freezer meal. 
On Monday, I second tested a Greek chicken meatball recipe, so no recipe for that quite yet, but it is coming out into the Healthy Mama Cooking Club next month. Um, So I made some Greek chicken meatballs and I used some quinoa from the pantry and made a quinoa tabbouleh. On Tuesday, we used some canned salmon and I made lemon basil salmon burgers and we had leftover tabbouleh with that. On Wednesday, I made almond flour chicken tenders, used up some almond flour from the pantry and chicken tenders from the freezer, and I made a really quick chopped Greek salad with some of the leftover ingredients from the tabbouleh and just things that we had in the fridge, some cucumbers. I used some tomatoes, oregano, red wine vinegar, olive oil. I think I put some chopped Kalamata olives in there. I can't quite remember, but I usually do if I have them. And then usually we do some sort of leftovers night each week, but this week I had to get in quite a bit of recipe testing because we were going away for the weekend. So I made some Caribbean chicken bowls. So I marinated some chicken breast in my jerk marinade, served that up with some black beans that were in the cupboard in the pantry, some mango, avocado, and coconut rice, which was also from the pantry. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we took a trip to the East Coast. We got to visit with family that we hadn't seen in a while. We got to experience the awesome East Coast waves and explore that side of our new home state. So that was really fun. We did go ahead and buy a few things to have for breakfast. We stayed at an Airbnb, so we got some yogurt, We also brought some homemade granola. We brought some fruit with us and we got a couple snacks for the road trip because it was about a four hour drive. So that we included uh, in our week two budget, which I'll share with you in just a minute. But we did get a couple things for the weekend. Um, So that was kind of our first weekend of the pantry purge. For breakfast that week, I did smoothies all week. I still had a bit of protein powder that I was using up. I had that yogurt when I was traveling as well, but for the most part during the week, I used frozen fruit, some veggies I had in the fridge, as well as peanut butter or almond butter, some almond milk, and the protein powder I mentioned. The kids that week basically just did yogurt and granola. They kept it super simple. For lunches that week, I had a leftover salad kit that I had bought when I was out and about because I thought I needed a quick lunch and I needed to use that up. So I had a salad kit with some leftover chicken. And then the rest of the week, I just ate leftovers from dinner. And then the kids had snack plates pretty much all week. So I had some edamame in the freezer. The kids love edamame. So I cooked up some edamame and served it up with some crackers, some cheese and some tomatoes. And that's pretty much what they ate all week long. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Week two. Like I mentioned, we traveled the first weekend. And so this brought our total up a little bit. We bought a few of those special travel items. We bought some beef jerky. We got some chips. We got some grapes. We had that yogurt, the granola I had already had in the cupboard. So that was a pantry item. But in total, we spent $109.91 on groceries. That includes the travel items. I did shop at Whole Foods this week, which I think people assume is 
way more expensive than other grocery stores. And it can be, but it doesn't have to be if you shop smart. It's definitely gotten a lot better since Amazon took it over. And with Amazon Prime, as many of us have, you get 10% off the sale price. So the sales end up being really reasonable. So I oftentimes will shop at Whole Foods for specialty items if I'm not getting a Thrive Market order because it is still less expensive for most of like the health food type staples at Thrive Market, um, which is an online grocer, if you didn't know that. And the benefit of shopping at Whole Foods is that something like Thrive Market, you do need a membership for, and it's a yearly membership, just like Costco, you pay each year, but it is nice to be able to get those things you need without having to pay a membership fee. So it's kind of whatever your choice is and what's accessible to you. So we did shop at Whole Foods, that was like $70 or so. I didn't write down the exact amount for each one of these but about $70 and then about $30, give or take, for our travel items. So Sunday, we were out. We got something on. No, we didn't get something on the road. We stopped at a seafood place before we got on the road. On Monday, I was tired. It was a reset day. It was just cleaning and grocery shopping and getting our ish together after a weekend away. So I pulled my Tuscan orzo soup out of the freezer, and we had that for dinner with a little bit of fresh grated Parmesan and some chopped parsley on top. Neither of those were new. Both of those were already in the freezer for garnishes, so it was a full-on freezer meal. On Tuesday, I pulled out some ground beef from the freezer, and I had made up some homemade refried beans and some homemade roasted vegetable salsa. Both of those are in my Simply From Scratch cookbook, which is currently only available if you are a healthy mama on a budget student. And then I had some ground beef that I cooked up in my homemade taco seasoning, and I grabbed some corn tortillas out of the freezer and turned them into tostadas. So instead of Taco Tuesday, it was Tostada Tuesday. Tostadas are always a family favorite. Wednesday was that zoo day I mentioned. We got home late from the zoo and we did have ice cream on the way home. So we had a super simple dinner. I just cooked up some chicken sausage, frozen peppers and onions, and some rice. Thursday, I was testing a recipe. So this was all new except for the buns. I did get the buns out of the freezer. I made some really delicious lamb burgers with a yogurt cucumber salad and some carrot fries. Friday was St. Patty's Day, so I made corned beef and cabbage. I am like 40 plus percent Irish, for those of you who didn't know. I don't look very Irish, but both my dad and my mom have Irish on both sides. My dad's mom's family came from Ireland, so we have always celebrated St. Patrick's Day, so it's kind of a family tradition. It was funny. I taught a cooking class. I teach a cooking class like I mentioned, every week. And I asked the kids if they had celebrated St. Patrick's Day and none of them had made corned beef and cabbage or soda bread. And I was so surprised, but maybe it's just because I grew up in the Northeast and we have a huge Irish population or just, you know, that general biased because I grew up with it, but we always make corned beef and cabbage. I make it in the slow cooker and I made um, some soda bread with the kids as well. I wish I had my grandma's recipe and I don't, but I found a recipe a few years ago from Sally's Baking Addiction and hers is the closest I have found, at least to the soda bread that I remember eating when I was growing up. So 
Super good. Uh, And then on Saturday, I guess I had a theme of sausages with peppers and onions, but we had some fresh peppers and onions. So I cooked those up. I sauteed them up on the stovetop in the cast iron pan. My husband grilled up some sausages. We did end up going out and buying some buns. I included that in the next week's grocery budget. And then we had some leftover cucumber salad from Thursday. Breakfast on week two, I was trying to mix in some breakfasts that were not smoothies because I knew I was running out of protein powder. And I love my morning smoothies, but I was resisting buying protein powder as long as possible trying to use what we had. So I had a kale and chorizo egg bake in the freezer that I popped out. I had that a couple days. I did have a couple smoothies. And then I also did avocado toast with some cottage cheese. The kids did yogurt and they had leftover soda bread and eggs as well. Lunch that week was pretty much all leftovers, except for the Wednesday we went to the zoo. We stopped on the way and went to this really great Greek place. I got a gyro salad. I think my husband got a gyro wrap. And the kids got, gosh, what did they get? They might have gotten meatball subs. It was not Greek, but they love that place too. So that's what we had for lunches that day. The rest of it was all leftovers. So I told you that on week two, I went a little bit over my goal of spending $70 to $75 a week on groceries. Now, week three definitely made up for it. We had a lot left in our fridge and our freezer and our pantry. So I only spent $36.06. I decided on Sunday that I was going to do a little bit of meal prep. So I went ahead and prepped up some chicken and some green chili chicken enchiladas. That recipe is on my website. So that's what we had on Sunday. I didn't do a whole ton of meal prep throughout the pantry purge just because I find when I do that prep ahead, it does help me to make sure that I'm actually using what I have on hand. However, I feel more constrained to eating the meals that I prepared, which can be good in some seasons. And when I say meals I prepped, I do food prep where I prep the ingredients more than I do full meal prep. I call it all meal prep. It's really just semantics. But in any case, I don't do a whole ton when we do a pantry purge because I like the encouragement to use as much as we can and get a little bit more creative. But I did prep some overnight oats for myself because we were out of protein powder at that point. And let's see, what else did I make? I also made up some meatballs, which we had my five ingredient meatballs. We had on Monday with some homemade marinara sauce I had made the week prior. It was like a third test of that recipe I needed to photograph for the Simply From Scratch cookbook. We also had some roasted broccoli alongside of that as well. On Tuesday, I made barbecue chicken bowls, and this was also a recipe retest. I served them up with some slaw, some corn, some roasted sweet potatoes, and then barbecue chicken. You can make that on the grill, but I made it in the cast iron pan. And that one's going to be a Healthy Mama Cooking Club recipe soon as well. On Wednesday, I used some chicken thighs we had in the freezer, as well as some curry paste we had in the fridge and some coconut milk that we had in the pantry to make a really quick red curry chicken. And I served that up with some frozen vegetables and some rice. Thursday, we had lots of leftovers. So we did a leftovers night. When we do leftovers night, oftentimes it is just kind of a smorgasbord. I put out a bunch of things and everyone makes up their plate and chooses what they want. It's a great way to use up what we had, especially because my cousins were coming into town. My cousins have been like sisters my whole life. They grew up just a couple of streets away from me. And so my cousin had some time off and she asked me if 
we had room for her to come and stay for the weekend. And her twin actually was able to take a couple days off as well. So they came and visited. The kids know them as aunties. So we had a ton of fun. They were here Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday. And I dropped them off at the airport on Monday morning. So I made up some salmon and grilled up some pepper and zucchini and sweet potato fries. And I served that up with my Chipotle ranch dressing. And so that's what we had on Friday night. So I did go out and get the pepper and the peppers and the zucchini. But other than that, everything else was from the freezer or the fridge or the pantry. And then, of course, we ate out on Saturday and on Sunday. So that's what we did that weekend. And then for breakfast and lunches that week, we did yogurt and overnight oats, like I mentioned, I prepped. And then for lunches, I had some pitas that were sitting in the fridge that needed to be used. So I had some canned tuna. So I made some tuna salad on a pita one day. And then with the leftover slaw from the barbecue chicken bowls, I just added some tuna to that. I had that for one day. And then I made a black bean and corn salad I wanted to refoto. And so I had that for the rest of the week. And honestly, I did not write down what my kids and my husband had this week. I'm pretty sure they just ate leftovers. My husband did most of their lunches that week because it was kind of a crazy week preparing for my cousins to come into town and getting some recipes done and podcasts recorded. So I can't tell you what my kids ate, but I mean, they ate something. It was probably leftovers. And that brings us to week four. Today, as I'm recording this, it's actually March 30th. Tomorrow is March 31st. That's when this is coming out. And I wanted to get it to you because we have our spring Healthy Mama on a Budget sale happening through April 3rd. That's Monday. And then doors are closing to Healthy Mama on a Budget until the fall. We made this decision recently because I really want to be there to help any of you who are going through Healthy Mama on a Budget and might have any sort of questions or troubleshooting that you need to do, I want to be as available as possible via email or DM as you're going through Healthy Mama on a Budget to make sure that you are getting the best results possible from it. And I'm going to be going away for pretty much the entire month of June and July. It takes about six weeks to go through Healthy Mama on a Budget. You can go through it faster or you can take it slow. You get lifetime access when you join as a Healthy Mama on a Budget member, but I really wanted to share with you another month of this is how we make our meals work. This is how we eat lots of veggies, lots of nutrient-dense meals while sticking to a really reasonable budget that works for us. Now, our budget might be different than your budget, but the hope, or really more accurately, I should say, the goal and what I teach you within Healthy Mama on a Budget is how to find the ideal budget that works for you so you can eat in the way that you want to eat and stick to a budget that works for your family. We had our first round of Healthy Mama on a Budget students go through and they saved on average $200 to $400 a month on what they were spending before. That is is huge friends. What could you do with an extra $2,400 to $4,800 a year? There are so many things you could do with that money that you might be spending on groceries that you don't need to. You can still eat really well and spend less. And that's why I'm so passionate about sharing these episodes with all of you and sharing all of my knowledge on not just what to do at the grocery store, but how to plan, how to shop, how to cook with budget in mind in Healthy Mama on a Budget. So that is still on sale for 25% off and you get my Simply From Scratch cookbook with 15 recipes you can make at home instead of buying and save, of course. So it's all on sale for less than $75 through Monday, April 3rd. So if you're listening to this, 
this when it comes out or this weekend. This is your last chance to access Healthy Mama on a Budget until it closes, and then it'll open up again in the fall likely end of September, beginning of October. So if you want to start working on getting your budget, getting your grocery spending to a place where you feel really, really good and you feel like you can consistently eat well and spend less, now is the time to join us. You can head to healthymamachris.com slash budget kitchen and use code SPRING23 all caps to get 25% off and the Simply From Scratch cookbook through April 3rd, 2023. All right, let's go on to week four. Like I mentioned, today is Thursday, so we've only gotten to this point, but we've got a pretty good idea of what we ate this week and what we're going to eat this week. So I mentioned that we had gone out to eat for a send-off dinner with my cousins to a local seafood place on Sunday. So Monday was when I hit the ground running with our meal plan. I had actually done a little bit of grocery shopping at Whole Foods on Friday when I was picking up a couple things for my cousins to come into town. I did end up getting a really good sale on some protein powder that I really had wanted to try and it was on sale and there was a coupon on the package. So I went ahead and grabbed it. I can't say it's the least expensive protein powder, but it does have some really great benefits to it. It's the Ohm Mushroom Superfood Protein Powder. So I ended up getting that for like $25. So that's a pretty darn good deal. I think there's 15 servings in the bag, maybe a little bit less. Um, So it's not going to last me forever, but it did help me to clean out most of the rest of what's in the freezer in terms of my frozen fruit, as well as the rest of my almond butter and the almond milk I had in the fridge, spinach. We had a lot of things that needed to be used up for smoothies, so it made sense to get the protein. So I spent $73.92 at Whole Foods. That includes the protein. And then I spent $20.49 at Aldi and $3.99. I popped in later on because I forgot ricotta cheese for a recipe that I actually cooked tonight for dinner. So in total, we spent $98.40 on groceries this week. So I won't lie, that protein powder did kind of put us over the edge when it comes to my goal to spend just $400 this month on groceries. And you know, that's okay. That's totally okay with me because we're still so far below our overall budget. It wasn't a big deal that I didn't hit that $400 exactly. It's okay to have a goal budget and make a conscious decision to go a little bit over it from time to time because there is something you want to buy or something that's a really great deal and you're going to use it for months to come. As long as you have that money to work with, you can make whatever decisions you want to when it comes to your budget. I'm not a stickler for this. This month with a pantry purge, the goals were, like I mentioned, to just spend less than we normally do on groceries because we're using what we have in our pantry and our freezer and just getting more creative. And I think I did all of those things. So goal met. So this week, I was we were out on Sunday. Monday, I actually did another test of my Greek chicken meatballs with lemon and feta. We had some couscous in the pantry we needed to use up. So we had some couscous and I made another Greek salad on the side. On Tuesday, we did a roasted chicken thighs with spring vegetables. Oh my goodness, so, so good. This is probably one of my favorite recipes that's coming out in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club spring meal plan. Oh my gosh, there's like asparagus and radishes. And if you've never tried roasted radishes, you are missing out. They're so good. 
uh, let's see, snap peas and carrots. And they're all roasted up with some chicken thighs that are brushed with some herbs and some lemon and some garlic and some olive oil. Roasted at a high heat so the chicken skin gets really crispy and the vegetables get nice and soft and a little crispy on the outside. Everyone in the family loved it and we served it with leftover couscous. So that worked out really well. Last night, I actually had some leftover romaine from a cooking class I taught last week in the fridge. And so I wanted to use up some of that. And I also got some more romaine to do taco salads. So we did taco salads with some beef that was in the freezer, as well as my homemade taco seasoning. We had a little bit of tomatoes we needed to be that needed to be used up. So we chopped up some tomatoes, served it up with the rest of the chipotle ranch that I had made for dinner on Friday. We also had some black beans in the pantry, so added some black beans to that. And I think that was it. What else did we put on top? Oh, some avocado. We bought some avocados to put on top as well. And we had some shredded Mexican-style cheese. Everyone loved those. My kids really love salads if we make it as a salad bar and they can add whatever they want to the top. So that's a go-to for our family as of late. It's a great way to get veggies into kids if you think that they'll eat the vegetables that way. Or it's just a great way to expose kids to new ingredients, even if they just make a beef and cheese salad, you know? So uh, my kids really liked that. My husband really liked that. And I really liked that. Uh, We also served it up with some pickled onions on top. I love pickled onions. They're one of my favorite really inexpensive ways to jazz up salads and tacos and tostadas. I actually just posted that recipe over on Instagram. I'm at Healthy Mama Chris over on Instagram. If you don't yet follow, the recipe's in the caption. So definitely go and check that out over there. I do intend on putting the recipe on my website, but I haven't gotten to that because if you haven't gathered from everything that I have shared about the spring meal plan coming out and the Healthy Mama on a Budget sale and traveling and having family in town, it's been a little bit busy this month, but We've made it work, and I'll get back to putting more recipes on my website next month. So last but not least, tonight I made up a really delicious creamy spring pasta with mushrooms and peas and a two-ingredient creamy ricotta sauce. That's going to be a, you guessed it, Healthy Mama Cooking Club April Spring Meal Plan recipe. And so that's coming out soon. So we served that up with some pasta, uh, just some Rayo's pasta that we had in the pantry. And I have some chicken sausage that I bought that I was intending on using in last week's meal plan and didn't use. I use the chicken thighs instead. So I'm going to have that as well. So we have some sort of a protein on the side. The kids already tried that and really enjoyed that. And it's a very, very simple, comes together really quick spring recipe. And you can kind of change up whatever protein you want to put in there. This weekend, we are traveling with my husband again. We're traveling about an hour away this time, so not super far. Uh, So I did buy a couple things for travel. I'll share that with you next month because it's not really applicable to this week, but we will be out to eat on Friday and Saturday. So that wraps up this week of meals. For breakfast this week, I had smoothies because I bought that protein powder, and we're going to have yogurt bowls and lemon poppy muffins for breakfast this weekend. And then this week, Lunches have just been leftovers. I had leftover Greek chicken meatballs yesterday at homeschool co-op. I ended up having leftover taco salad today. There was like a tiny bit left. So I just used what we had and then also had a lemon poppy seed muffin that I was testing out. And then uh, tomorrow we'll probably either grab something on the way or bring some leftovers with us as well. 
So this month was a little bit crazy. It was a little bit chaotic. We did a lot of traveling and a lot of having fun and a lot of eating out. But with a total of $431.95 on groceries, I'm not mad, especially with our extra travels, because this is one of the best benefits of having a grocery budget that we can stick to. We can adjust as needed when life happens, and we have that little bit of extra to eat out when we want to and not feel like it's straining our budget. I can't stress this enough. There are so many benefits to learning how to eat well and spend less. We are so passionate about health and wellness in our house and taking really good care of ourselves. We are willing to spend the money on good quality food, but we don't want to spend more than we have to. So I am in no way looking for the cheapest meals or the least expensive ingredients. What's important to me is that we can eat in the way that we want to eat and still have the free freedom to live the life that we want to live. And that's what I want for everyone in Healthy Mama on a Budget. I'm never going to tell you that you should spend less. I'm going to help you get to the budget that feels good for you while eating in the way that you want to eat. So eating the foods that nourish yourself and your family, eating the foods that are delicious for you and your family. I don't think that you need to feel deprived at all to eat well and spend less. So just as a reminder, if you found this episode or you found this series of episodes helpful and you want the exact steps on how to tackle your own grocery spending once and for all and learn to eat well and spend less, Healthy Mama on a Budget is for you. It's a six-week course that is jam-packed with exact steps and a ton of tools to reduce your grocery spending for good, one step at a time. It starts with creating your ideal budget learning how to meal plan, how to grocery shop strategically, and most importantly, okay, maybe not most importantly, also importantly, cook with budget in mind, learn to reduce food waste, and again, still eat meals that are delicious and nutrient-dense. This is so much more than just what you do at the grocery store. There are a lot of courses similar to Healthy Mama on a Budget out there that teach you what to do at the grocery store. This is more than that. This is about creating habits for eating well and spending less for life. If all you want are tips on couponing or saving at the grocery store, this isn't for you. But if you want to know how to create those habits around planning, yes, shopping, but also cooking and reducing food waste and everything that goes with eating well and spending less, that's what Healthy Mama on a Budget is all about. And that's why I created it. Because as someone who's been in the culinary world for over a decade, I worked as a personal chef budgeting other people's groceries. I know what it means to want to eat well, but also not want to overspend. And I know that with inflation, grocery shopping can feel really overwhelming. And inflation has nothing on you or the power you have to reduce your spending when you understand the simple habits of planning, shopping smart, and cooking with budget in mind. We can't change the prices at the grocery store. What we can do is feel empowered that we know how to make the right choices for our family so we can stick to a budget that makes sense for us. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, now is the time Healthy Mama on a Budget is closing its doors until the fall on Monday. And no, I will not be opening it up for any flash sales or anything like that this summer. There will be other sales that come up on Healthy Mama meal prep and some of my eBooks. And the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is always available for you to join for recipe inspiration, bonus podcast episodes, and more. But this is it for Healthy Mama on a Budget until the fall. So head to healthymamachris.com slash budget kitchen 
Click the Healthy Mama on a Budget course button at the top and use code SPRING23, all caps, to get 25% off, plus that bonus ebook simply from scratch with 15 easy, healthy staple recipes you can make from home for less instead of buying. You will also get 20 budget-friendly bonus recipes, and you'll also get my Budget Kitchen book, which is a $15 value as well. You get it all for less than $75 just through Monday. And like I mentioned, I'm here to help you through it. I want you to be able to shoot me emails, to send me a DM, to tell me what's working and what isn't, and let me help you troubleshoot. So I hope that this episode, as usual, was helpful, was an insight into what we eat and what we spend for the month. I do not plan on just spending $400 next month on food. We are definitely in need of a stock up. So we're going to do a Costco and maybe even a mini Thrive Market stock up. So stay tuned. Next month, I will share with you what we ate and what we spent in April. Until next episode, here's to eating well and spending less. Thank you for listening to Mommy's podcast. Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts so you never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mention, head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash podcast. For daily eats, cooking tips, and family-friendly shortcut dinner ideas, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at HealthyMamaChris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple.